a ranger's view. November. November was known as the month of Samain in the Celtic calendar, and it was also known as the cult of the dead. Now, this came about because uh, the leaves start to fall off the trees and they drop down to the ground and start to rot. So there was this association with the dead. But also, of course, it's getting a lot darker nowadays. So uh, what they used to do is they used to light fires. And this was not only to uh, bring warmth to the, to the homes, but also to give them light in the evenings. But of course, the thing that really is associated with November, and it goes back to those days, was they used to light big, huge bonfires to hopefully bring back the sun god that will come back in the spring and give them warmth and life. Farming the Downs. So, what are those farmers doing up on the downs and around and about? Well, they're still out there ploughing and they're drilling in their seed. And um, where they can, they can get out in some of the drier areas. They can be out there fixing the fences. Um, but the other thing that they will probably be starting to do, because the sap is now going back into the tap roots of all the plants, is they may consider um, laying a bit of some of the hedge to make it stronger, to keep the livestock in. And this process is is basically using a billhook and a bow saw and cutting down at the, at the base of the trees and laying over the stems, cutting away all the bits that they don't need, um, and then binding it all together with usually hazel posts and hazel binders, which some people call ethers or heathers. So what would we like to see the farmers doing from a conservationist point of view? Well, um, we would like to see them um, keep some of that stubble out in those fields so that uh, it leaves the seeds there for the birds and the animals to uh, to eat. So as much of that as possible, that would be great. And, uh, and also we would like them to leave the margins around the, the ditches and uh, and around pond edges and so on like that. Um, so not to plough them up. And this stops erosion later on with all the wet weather that we're having. And the other thing I must emphasise as well is if they can leave those hedgerows, that is great because um, the more seeds and the more cover that we can have, it will protect the birds and the animals out there. Up on high. So... Up on high, up into the downs, well, um, it's uh, an interesting month in that there's lots of colour up there. And um, it's mainly the trees and the shrubs that will be noticeable because most of the flowers will have died back. And you'll see the wonderful bright oranges of the beech and also the bright reds of the gelder rose leaves. And then, of course, you've got the dog rose, which is a wonderful deep purple colour at this time of the year. Now, the dogwood is an interesting plant in that the blackberries that you can find on it this month um, produce a very flammable uh, fuel and it was used in the past to light uh, lanterns and lamps and so on. The uh, other interesting thing about it is um, how it got its name. Now there are two ways that they think it may have got its name and uh, one was that uh, that uh, berry I was talking about is uh, very, very inedible, and it's very bitter and disgusting. And it's known, well, it was, it's been known in the past, and the saying said, it was not fit for a dog to eat. So this may be one of the reasons. But the other one is that the wood is very, very hard. And it was very good and nice and straight and very good for making skewers, for cooking things on, say. And in the me medieval period, they used to call these dog sticks, or dogs. So this is how... 
the dogwood got its name. Exploring the woodland. If you're out walking in the woods, one of the things you may come across uh, is the uh, the sweet chestnuts uh, lying on on the ground, and whilst you're rustling through the leaves. Um, but the uh, interesting thing about the sweet chestnut is that uh, it's been here for nearly two thousand years. It was brought here by the Romans, and they used the the timber for pottery. They used to um, burn the wood in in the kilns, but uh, the extra sort of product was the sweet chestnut and they brought it over here especially for that because they really liked making a porridge from the sweet chestnut and uh, mixed it with water and milk and so on like that and it was known as polenta but today uh, we don't make porridge out of it but uh, we still use it for stuffing and quite often we actually make it um, we, we just roast them on on the spit or under the grill and um, People do quite like roasted uh, sweet chestnuts. Now, I could tell you a little tip about uh, roasting sweet chestnuts, and that is if you go and collect even-sized sweet chestnuts in the woods and then you pierce a hole in every single one except just that one, then you either put them under the grill or you put them on the embers over a fire, and when that one hasn't got a hole in it, pops. You know all the others are done. So, bon appétit. That's where we're on the subject of uh, eating. Out in the woods, there's still the uh, slows to eat and the hawthorns, which are uh, known as haws at this time of the year. Um, and this is very good for all the birds that you're going to be seeing. And this time of the year, the birds will be flocking together. And uh, the reason for that is because there's a lot of predators out there. There's a lot of harsh conditions. And so they've got to have as many eyes and ears between them to give warning. So what they do is they they give up all their territories and they forget... they get all their differences between one another they work together as a team out on the heathlands if you go out onto the heaths this month you won't see that that much wildlife out there but the heather will be dropping its seeds from its seed pods and another thing that you will still be able to hear are things like the churring of the mottled grasshopper or the um, maybe you'll see um, the very large oak um, bush cricket which is a lovely bright green colour and they are still going on still mating at this time of the of the year so uh, keep your eyes peeled for them in the valleys so this month there's not much to see out in the meadows so back in the garden you may be considering um, lighting one of those bonfires i was talking about earlier and getting rid of all the rubbish at the end of the garden now if you do do this just be aware that uh, you could be disturbing a hibernating hedgehog. So um, it would be best if you took your pile of debris apart and then lit the fire. This would also help dry it out a bit more and make it more likely that you can uh, get it started. But uh, also at the same time, you could be saving the life of a poor hedgehog. And you don't want to kill a hedgehog because there's probably one of the best gardeners you're ever going to have. They're going to keep your slugs and your snails under control. So uh, try and protect your hedgehogs. Now, another thing you could be thinking about is starting to put some bird feed out on some bird tables and things like that, because the birds will be um, gathering in their flocks. However, at this time of the month, there are a couple of birds that will be hanging around the garden that uh, do not gather in flocks. They're very solitary birds, and they will be chirping away, defining their territories, and that will be the robin and the wren. 
so keep your eyes and your ears peeled for them. So next month will be December, and of course it gets a lot darker then, but there'll be celebrations ahead with Christmas, so look forward to speaking to you next month. A Ranger's View is an Audemus production for the Southdowns Joint Committee.